Jesus saw something in Peter that Peter didn't see in himself. I think that's kind of cool for us. It's like Jesus sees something in you that you might not necessarily see in yourself right now. And it's like, allow yourself to go to Jesus, to, to see him the way he sees you. It's Wednesday morning. You know what that means. That will still always make me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed Podcast. Uh, how have you guys been? How's your week going? Um, Not too bad. We're back at it. Yeah. We had uh, a new family member come in. That's um, right. The voodoo is no voodoo. Um broke our pattern broke our pattern yes now we just have a full-on girl family and matt <laughs> girl dad girl dad to the t yeah three girls at home now but yeah yeah so emily had a beautiful baby girl so that pattern of boy girl girl yeah. boy has been well broken. i always knew james was a girl so <laughs> it all makes sense yeah. now <laughs> well james was adopted from timbuktu yeah so that also can come into play <laughs> so maybe we had to skip james and go to rebecca <laughs> then that that makes sense <laughs> there you go but, but uh, yeah they had a beautiful baby girl yeah really um, exciting yeah it always it's always fun to bring a new life into and the world it's, it's very kind it's kind of funny, like how we're getting taken over by babies now. <laughs> they are family. soon going to outnumber us. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're well, we're a big number ourselves. We're like what thirty or something. Thirty? <laughs> I don't know. Right? I don't know. I don't feel <laughs> like counting. Yeah, I think we're around like well, if you count aunts and uncles. Normally, it's like twenty-two. Yeah, right. At our regular, yeah. just and now you got to add all the kids. All the kids. That's right. Okay, so, so there you go. So there we might be number. at thirty. It's, it's a lot but of we need one more uh, boy for a wiffle ball team for That's our kids. Right. Yeah, we were laughing ball. about that. <laughs> we had, uh, growing up, you and I and, and our brothers, we were always playing wiffle ball, and it was always 2v2. Yep. So right now we have three pieces to the puzzle. Yeah. If we get a fourth in there, they'll be able maybe to Maybe uh, if we'd never get another one, maybe Lily will be the tomboy. <laughs> she, <laughs> she seems tough. <laughs> she loves balls. Yeah. You know what's funny? Elliot has been all over uh, balls lately, which is really cool. It's fun to like, and he throws them now. Like, oh. I mean, I think that's a natural thing for babies to just start throwing things and watch you pick it up for them. But he's been throwing <laughs> a lot. So we kind of start to have a little like patch. Mm. It's pretty cool. It's been fun. And we, we've had to work on every time now we put on a song about animals. I am very focused because I'm trying to figure out what my third favorite animal is. <laughs> we, you locked it in. Remember, Ronnie in, yeah. is a rhino for life. <laughs> I can never change that. <laughs> yeah. Well. There it is. So maybe next time we'll do another game like this. I got to think of something to be able to turn on you. Yeah. You can see uh, I, I actually heard a little dad joke and I thought it was funny. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you know how like it's like try not to laugh with the corny dad jokes? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like my wife sent me to go pick up uh, six Sprite cans. Okay. But I, I uh, picked up seven. Seven up instead. <laughs> dad joke to a t <laughs> a little play on soda <laughs> hand heads down thumbs up you ever play seven up at school? yeah yeah, yeah that's I, I don't think the kids these days know what that is seven probably. up uh, it was seven up right that's what we I called it so yeah yeah and you 
put your thumb up and yes yeah they definitely don't know what that is that was like a classic game it's funny now being older and having like friends who are teachers or relatives who are teachers and like that must have 100 percent been just like a filler it's like i have nothing to teach these kids let's just play seven that was in a that was in a time of really no technology probably so it's like now they just can throw on yeah you could put something the smart board and do whatever exactly (laughs) oh yeah seven up was always fun you ever be honest I did. Do you ever peek a little bit? On you the look bottom? at the shoes. Yeah, you see the yeah. shoes. <laughs> I guess we we're, we you know, just outed ourselves. <laughs> no play seven up, but thus we're cheating. <laughs> seven up was a classic. I always loved that game. But so we were talking before about uh, well, last week we talked about music, mm-hmm. um, and we thought about the fact that music is really a part of different things that we do throughout the week, and yeah. and how it helps with kind of our prayer life or even just the. Kind of centering ourselves through different things. I realized I really exposed my softer side shouting out the commission because I was listening to it again this past week and I was like, man, this is a really, I've shown my, uh, my soft side of myself here. But uh, so music, we wanted to do a little thing. Now we're going to kind of create a new segment, I guess. This week, the trend, shout out Relying K. Um, just like our, I guess, go-to music or songs that we've listened to throughout the week or things that have might've been kind of a part of what we've gone through this week and give it a little shout out and then that way it can kind of be something to interact with and relate to yeah and uh what a couple weeks ago you got to hear uh josh and claire so yes yeah that was awesome yeah really really good yes and we'll have more of that and then maybe and i know everyone on facebook enjoyed it i enjoyed it oh yeah it's so we're we're fortunate enough to get to listen to it every sunday at church but to be able to put that out there and just Claire and Josh are awesome when it comes to all of the music and we're excited to be able to kind of build on that too. Yeah. So, so make them blow up so they become famous. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, I don't know, Josh, you're going to Nashville this summer. We're afraid we might lose you down there. <laughs> He's going to stay and just start creating the, the music life. But so what do you, you got anything that was a shout out this week for you with uh, music or something that was kind of a go-to? Um, putting you on the spot here. I just, I really, I listened to that one song over and over again, the Nobody song with the, uh, you know, 12 Nobodies became someone. Yes. I, I don't know. Is that I really by Matthew West? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. No, I don't want to sing it because that's yeah. not, I'm not going to do it justice, but I think I know that song. That is a cool song. I like that idea of, well, we're kind of going to talk about that today a little bit uh, with the the topic of Peter is given a command talking about, you know, Jesus yeah, after feed, feed my flock, feed, feed my, my sheep. Yep. Feed my flock. And kind of like the roles of the apostles and mm-hmm. what a inspiration that is for us. And I like that. That was your song this week. That's pretty cool. Cause that was kind of an idea for just our inspiration of saying like, okay, what is, what is our kind of calling as Catholics or, you know, if yeah. we want to look to the apostles as like great examples and guides as far as like who to look up to. So, yeah, yeah. I like that. I agree. Yeah. So <laughs> the Nobody song is a great song. I actually have had that on my playlist. My song this week was a little, I guess I don't know if it would be classified like if you went on to like a Christian um, playlist, it might not be on there. But Steve Mokler, again, I really hope I'm pronouncing names right. I don't know why I struggled with Matt Frad last week. That was just for some reason my brain couldn't accept that it was Frad. But the Steve Mokler is one of my, I really enjoy listening to his music. Um, But he came out with a song last month called Make a Little Room. 
and it's kind of like the idea of you know living life and how it can be kind of a little busy and it's like make a little room for all the good things the slowdowns like the you know feeding your soul and turning off the tv and kind of living and i think that's something that we talk about a decent amount of like living and like one of the lines is like make a little space between living and dying and it's like how do you slow down your life a little bit i like i like that point you said about feeding your soul because like think about like the intake that you take in of like just say you're watching something and it's vulgar and you're taking that in and it could like affect your week Mm. it could affect your self like you like an example um in this my wife's a teacher when she was off one summer uh before we had uh kids she was off one summer and she wanted to watch game of thrones she binged it for she caught up to where it was uh, pretty much in one week and we were living <laughs> in a basement apartment and she just felt so depressed oh my gosh <laughs> after just one week of like all that yes. death and all <laughs> <laughs> exactly that could be really yeah so you got to be careful what you take in your windows there you, you know, go feed your soul feed your soul it is true and like i think sometimes we forget about that because it's just how just like you consume so many different things yeah. throughout your week and your so also desensitizes like people and just like makes you you know yeah it's funny because you're right like it a lot of times i i think I've, i'm very much like i fault for this and it's like oh well i know what's right so it's not affecting me mm-hmm. but you don't realize how much it might be affecting you like the different shows you're watching or even the type of content you follow on social media and it's like oh i know that this is not great for me but I'm okay because it doesn't. It can't affect me. But yeah, it might be like slowly chipping away. Yeah. yeah, it is interesting. I think that that was something that Exodus allowed me to do was like to really step back and say, okay, what is it that I am consuming, and what is it that's like? That, what is it doing to me? That's <laughs> like a clean slate in a way, right? It's you started in January, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's like a clean slate. Uh, I remember I tried, I did it for a little bit, but I just didn't do the cold showers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember trying. I was like, oh, let's let's do this. Yeah, cold showers. I don't think any of us did cold showers besides Ryan. <laughs> Ryan did, and then Ian did this year too. So it's like, it always there's always someone. There's always a crazy guy out there. <laughs> I can. I tried to do like the middle of the road, like little lukewarm showers, and that was the furthest I can get. I don't know. I, I guess that's a good thing to to work on it creates discipline right i think that's the whole idea that's the idea behind that yeah right but yeah i don't know if i can um can really make that a part of my routine but it's something that i think can help you from a discipline standpoint and even from like the idea of like saying okay what is it that i can discipline myself on when you talk about like content and the things that you're like watching mm-hmm. like i think that's all part of discipline too and it's hard to identify and to really like take that step to kind of cut those out but it can be refreshing in the long run. It really can. Yeah. Oh, and uh, interesting fact, we <clears throat> we made it through a mass with Logan. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Didn't have to leave the pew hanging to, out? He left once. Okay. But I, I tried not to leave a lot because mm-hmm. um, then he gets the idea that he could just keep going. Oh, sure. okay. Time to go. Yeah. And uh, every time they finished a song or a reading, he was like, it's over? <laughs> He's got a stopwatch on. He's like, come on, Dad, are, you, are we done? <laughs> the priest just walked up. <laughs> it's over? <laughs> That's so fun. That's awesome. You guys are able to, you know, yeah. I bet you everyone in the 
in the mask got a kick out of just watching Logan and seeing him. Oh. Did you feel positive reaction? No, there was a no, neg- negative feeling- guy behind us yes. who was mumbling all the time, but mm. I just ignored him. Yeah. He's obviously taking in the wrong contact. There you go. He's taking in the wrong <laughs> contact. I think that's great. We've we've kind of made that a point to be able to kind of work Elliot into it. I think now is going to be the test because he's starting to get more vocal. Yeah. Where like he was at a stage where it was just he was so little, just so a, there wasn't yeah. too much going on. But uh, he's been he's been saying dad dad a lot. Uh, one thing that they should do. Oh, that's cute. Uh, Logan first said mama. So he said mama. Yeah. It was no 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 and mama mama <laughs> <laughs> no 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 mama. Well, I was laughing because he says dad all the time. I'm like that actually could be very fitting for a church if he just points, you know, and he just yells dad dad. I'm like yeah, dad dad. There's your father. Like you know, father in heaven. So <laughs> maybe we'll work on that. Try and um, stage something for him. You know what they should do? I don't know if you're church does it uh just like have like a children's mass just like oh if you have young kids come to this one it doesn't matter if they're loud or whatever because i feel like a lot of uh churches don't do that we christ king does that yeah i would i wish it wasn't so far for you to be able to drive out there on a sunday morning because 10 o'clock all the vibes we got the child the it's the children's mass so there's a children's choir claire and josh sing at the mass um there's a lot of children which makes it, it does, you kind of have a little sense of relief because it's not just your child who's screaming and yelling. You got a whole crew of them. Um, But it's fun when you do kind of get yourself in a community where you see other families that are like you. It kind of is a little inspirational in a way of like, oh, wow, like they're doing it. And they have four, you know, Mm. I can do this, you know, with one. And then like to get to know each other a little bit more, that's what's been so cool about kind of what's been building with our parish and the fact that there are so many you know, younger families that are kind of in that same mindset. And it's like, those are great things to just be around and to build that community and to help strengthen different things. And you can go out and really strengthen the community as well. So it is inspiring. That's cool. I, yeah, it would, it would be neat if you could come out one, one of these weeks. Well, um, what was it? Remember, speaking of the children's choir, it just, I was just thinking of, what was that, uh, the kids' songs that came out on the CD all the time? Uh, kids bop yeah kids, kids bop <laughs> do a kids, kids bop. bop church edition <laughs> those commercials were the worst <laughs> we were watching like nickelodeon and it would just be the kids yeah. bop yes and they would always change they would try their best to be as like contemporary as possible and they yeah. would change the lyrics like all the bad songs to like something so like weird like, I, I bet you they were probably I'm trying to think kids of bop like uh, holy edition. <laughs> there might be, right? Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> we should start our own. Let's just do it. We could auto-tune our voices maybe and just create our own music. I think we would sound more like Alvin and the Chipmunks <laughs> if we did that. There we go. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Did Man, you I- ever do a children's choir? I, I was in the children's choir. Were you? But I just, I feel like I just stood in the back and went, just move your just mouth. Just move my mouth. <laughs> I only did it when we had to for school, and that was it. I never really extended myself past that. But I, I wasn't very vocal. I'm not a singer. But the uh, man, I, I felt like I had something to say. The um, nope, I can't think of it anymore. I lost my train of thought. All right, cool. <laughs> um, kids, Bob. <laughs> So you want to go into uh, Peter a little bit? Yeah, let's talk about Peter. We've been talking about Peter a lot uh, uh, in the past weeks. 
um, you know, he he probably had the rough one of the roughest arcs of the uh disciples, you know. Yes, right for the uh deny Jesus three times and um mm-hmm. to really question a lot of Cutting things. Cutting off an ear. Cutting yeah. He's got a little Getting rash. His feet washed, wanted to wash Jesus. <laughs> yeah. He's really been through yeah. it. And we did talk about that, like the kind of his journey and how it can be inspirational for us and I think where we find a lot of like relation or connection to the things that he's been through. Um, so yeah, so today we're talking at one is to talk about um, when Peter is given a command. So this is with, put it into context, this is right after um, Jesus is resurrected from the dead mm-hmm. and they're out. Sitting on, around a fire. Yes, right. So they're out in the sea and then they come in um, to, the, to the shore and they meet Jesus and they have breakfast together. That, I thought that was kind of funny, like. The Bible's calling out, eat your breakfast, the most important meal of the day. <laughs> Did they write? They didn't write what they had, though. Would they have I think they ate fish. Oh, fish. What a breakfast. Oh, my <laughs> Start your day with some nice cooked salmon. I don't know if that would be my breakfast of choice, but... <laughs> yeah, no. I guess that's the times you're Put living in, right? Put syrup on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus, pass the syrup. <laughs> this is getting a little dry. He's just like... Yeah, he puts his finger out. <laughs> the syrup just shoots. Well, we're going to the, the promised land with flowing milk and honey. So maybe they had some syrup there too. Maybe. It sounds sticky. So Jesus, this was a kind of a cool thing for for Peter and his story and the idea of like penance and repentance. Because Jesus asks uh, Peter the question, like, do you love me? Um, and he says- More it than th- everyone. Yes. And he says it three times. Do you love me more than these? Like more than I guess you know life or you know what yeah. what is around you on earth. P- Peter realized what he was doing because he denied him three times and he asked him three times and on the third time he kind of like cried. Yeah, he got a little annoyed. Yeah, you know and yeah, so it, it was the three times like, symbolic of the three times that he denied knowing mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, so I thought that was a really cool connection for us to like see that the idea of like penance and repentance. And, and he also kind of was telling the disciples in a way like peter is going to be the leader yes right that's what i took from it and a couple of times when i read it last night <clears throat> i took like peter is going to be the leader going forward and he's gonna take care of my sheep yes and follow him and then but they kind of all spread out and did their own thing i forget what gospel it is in there is a specific point where he's kind of like you are going to be the rock right mm-hmm. i don't know if it's in when he of... changes his name yeah is that what it is yeah, okay right? It, right matthew okay so there you go um yeah it does seem like there's constantly like a kind of call to peter to you know say okay like you're the, you're the guy in a way even even when he, jesus first met him he's like simon i'm gonna call you peter he's like all right all right here we go yeah i we were talking about kind of relating to those things. It's like Jesus saw something in Peter that Peter didn't see in himself. I think that's kind of cool for us. It's like Jesus sees something in you that you might not necessarily see in yourself right now. Mm-hmm. It's like allow yourself to go to Jesus, to to see him the way he sees you, to see yourself the way he sees you. Um, that was actually a connection that I made through this because it was interesting. Um, you know, again, like trying to, get different opinions on the stories and kind of see it from different viewpoints. And Father Mike Schmitz, when he was talking about this, made the uh, connection to like the original translation and the question of like, do you love me? And it was the word agape. 
like agape is do you love me like I love you? And that was interesting to think about it in the sense of like, do you love like Jesus loves? And then like, cause that's something that's been on my heart a little bit lately where I've been trying to put myself in a position where I'm viewing others or treating others like Jesus would treat them. And that's not easy to do. Like I think about just initially at home and it's like, I want to strive every day to love my wife as much as like to view her like Jesus views her and to treat her that way. Like to love Elliot like Jesus loves. And like, what does that mean? Like how, how is that kind of, what's that like look like in our lives? And it's a lot of just like putting, I guess, other people first. But I think that was kind of a neat thing that Jesus was kind of asking Peter, like, do you love me? Like I love you, you know? And that's such like a, powerful way to live to live in jesus's love and i don't know if that's the easiest thing but it's something that i think we can kind of all strive to do and to create that sort of like thought when we're dealing with people and and everyday life and it's like how does jesus view that person and how does that make me want to treat that person if i'm trying to live that way but the next step to that is like so jesus says do you love me like i love you and the literal translation is philia like so Peter says, yeah, I love you like a friend. And he says that twice to him. He's like, mm-hmm. do you love me like I love you? And Peter goes, yeah, I love you like a friend. And then that's, so he's not necessarily answering the question that Jesus, like, it's almost like, come on, Jesus, like, you know, I love you. Like, yeah. what do you mean? Like, you're my friend. But then like the third question and the literal translation is, do you love me like a friend? So it's like Jesus comes down to Peter's to level. And he's like, down for him. and he's almost like, okay, I'll meet you where you're at so that I can get you to where I want you to be. And I thought that was so cool. Like, and you don't, I guess, see that when, cause we're reading this in just like the revised standard, like the Catholic edition. And it's very, it's all the translation. It just says, do you love me? Do you love me? But it really goes further than that. And that's so interesting for us. And it's like, Jesus is asking you to be here. And sometimes we can't get to that level, like up here where he's at. So then he'll come down and kind of meet you where you're at to then help you kind of get to where he wants you to be. And that calls, that requires us to respond and to allow him to do that. But it's neat to see this in that way and to like kind of let it challenge ourselves a little bit of like, hmm, what does that mean for me? You know? Yeah. And you know, like as a kid, like you're always told, like when you first come into um, the church and mm-hmm. you're always told like you're supposed to uh, love jesus more than anyone on earth yeah like i feel like you don't understand that until you like have children i guess because um i I remember when i was little i was like i i never met jesus i love my teddy more (laughs) you know and and you just like you did love your daddy you, you develop such uh relationships as you get older and like you appreciate jesus and life that much more yeah and uh just like i don't know what was going through peter's mind but i i kind of understand like yeah of course like a friend man you're my buddy (laughs) you're my pal yeah that is an interesting thought and i think it's like even when we're going through all these different stories it's like it resonates a little bit more when you can connect it to things that are a little bit more tangible like i guess in your lifetime and sometimes like you read these things and they feel a little far out, but then when you put it into perspective a little bit, it starts to hit. And I like that. Like, you're right. When you have a kid, like there is a different, 
You just have a different view on life. Mm-hmm. You know, like you get married and it changes your view of points, I think. But then when you have a baby, like there's just a different level to that. Because it's just like this person like relies solely on you to like help yeah. them live. And then you're always told like when you're growing up too, when you have kids, you'll realize and then you, you really do. <laughs> you really do. I know. I think about that. Like all the times, like we've done different things, like prior to us having kids and like you and, and Emily would, you guys were the first and it was hard to, it was almost like, oh, why can't you guys hang out? Like, what do you mean you're busy? Like, oh, you're tired? Like not necessarily really fully understanding it until you're in it. And then you kind of just create a little pack and it's like. All right, you're one of us now. Like we got christened in when we had a, when Elliot was born. You guys added us to the parents group chat. Like right the next morning, you're like, you're like, welcome. <laughs> you're in. Say goodbye to sleep. <laughs> Forget it. Yeah, it is. It is true. I like that idea of, and I think that connects to like just the way you love. Like Jesus says, like here is your. This is such a beautiful gift. Like here's a here's a child. It's like love, like I love. How, man, like. It just hits. It just really becomes more real when you can connect it in that way. Mm-hmm. So there was another piece of it that really stood out to me. And I don't want to go on a rant because I know I sometimes tend to do that. So you can put me in the penalty box if I talk <laughs> too much. But the the line, feed my sheep. I like that line a lot. I think that's one of my, just like a go-to sort of idea of like feed my sheep. And like, what does that mean? And like, clearly like this is like a call to action, like, God or Jesus in this moment is saying, like, feed my sheep. Like, well, he's... think about it though. It's, Peter was that smart to pick up on what he wanted. Like, I'm sure uh, Jesus has, when he was teaching many times when he's been with them, he's called them his flock. Mm. So he picked up on it that he knew he had to teach what Jesus was teaching and just um, give the, you know, sermons and all that and just tell what Jesus went through. Yeah, and it, that that part is great. Like he picked up on that fast, right? Like all of the resulting at that point, they were the fire happened, right? They were confirmed Pentecost. Yes, yeah. Pentecost. This is yes, yeah, post Pentecost. No, no, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah, they have the Holy Spirit. Yes, so they have the Holy maybe Spirit. they were much more intelligent, <laughs> a little bit more wise yeah, yeah. when they understood. But for them to, <laughs> yeah, like everything that Jesus, that uh, Peter goes out and does, like you think about how it all stems from the different things that you know, Jesus told them to do, like, feed my sheep. Yeah, you're right. And it's interesting, like, kudos to them for acknowledging that. Because how many times are we called to do something and it's like, I'll get to it when I get to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. As simple as, like, mowing your lawn, like, try to put it off. And uh, You know what's funny? Um, Back to the children thing. Your kids pick up on things. So I must have said, like, many times, <laughs> like, oh, I'll do that on Saturday. I'll do that on Saturday. So... <laughs> My son started saying, like, when we told him, all right, we got to give you a bath. He's like, I'll do that on Saturday. <laughs> it's just funny what they pick up on. And today when he woke up, we're like, it's Saturday. <laughs> it's time for the bath. <laughs> you just pull out a list yeah. of all the things he said he was going to yeah. do. <laughs> it's just funny, like, what they pick up and just yeah. say things. <laughs> that is funny. Man, I guess I'm going to have to start becoming more conscious of that. Because I'm going to get at that point now where Elliot's going to just do it. Well, that's good. I, I cool. You can acknowledge it now and start to maybe yeah. you could st- start using the little toilet, and so you could be like, "Look, 
Logan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're trying to potty train, and he told us he'll uh, do it on Saturday. <laughs> so it's a long, long laundry list of Saturday chores. Now yeah. <laughs> we told him we're like, you're really booking yourself up. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't realize the consequence he's running into. <laughs> he'll learn. That's funny. <laughs> so the feed my sheep and just the calling, as far as like, kind of what does that look like for us now and. I thought that was really cool because it's saying feed my sheep and it's he's you're clearly identifying an other. Like it's a it's something that's outside of you. Like feed my sheep. Like Jesus is saying, feed, you know, other. Like go out there and and like what does that mean, feed my sheep? Like what are you gonna just give them food and things like that? But Jesus was it was understood like the way he taught and the discussions of like a shepherd and you know, kind of mm-hmm. the time that they're living in, it was like in things that they could relate to. You know, like, I wonder what it would mean now if Jesus came to the, to the earth and he, instead of saying, feed my sheep, like, I wonder what he would say. <laughs> update my feed. Yeah, like, update my feed, <laughs> post on Instagram. <laughs> like, yeah, what would it be? Yeah, so what is, what is feeding my sheep today? Um, so to, I think about it again, and we talk about it pretty often. It's just, like, how we live and, like, what does that mean to, like, live? And it's, like, learning to live... Like Jesus was telling Peter to feed his sheep and Peter had just lived three years with Jesus and have kind of like learned from all of the ways that he lived and all of the things that he spoke about. And it was kind of taking all of those words that Jesus just had given all of them and then putting those words into the way that they live. And I think that that's where we're being called to like feed my sheep in a similar way. It's like we can learn about all of the things that Jesus talked about in, in the Gospels, um, in the Old Testaments, we can look at, you know, the teachings of the Catholic Church and learn about them, kind of absorb it, kind of like Peter was just absorbing things for three years, and then allow that to guide you and how you live. And then I think from that, like, you'll see just the results of, like, feeding the sheep. So the results know? of Peter is Jesus in the, in the time that Peter was with him. Um, he softened Peter's heart. Think about like how he was shooing away the children yeah, and all the thing, you know, he was annoyed that they were breaking the roof down to lower mm, um, to point. be healed. And just little things like that. Just, I mean, they're big things, but it just, I think changed Peter for the better and denying. And then that was the point of the three questions just to, you know, be like, you've fallen from grace and you're, you know, back in, I trust you more than anyone and you're going to feed my feed my sheep with knowledge of the truth mm. and not all these false gods that are out there. Yeah, I like that the truth. That's something we definitely are trying to find these days or or accentuate a little bit more. Mm. I think the truth might have gotten lost in the in the shuffle of things here, but yeah, that is great. Like Jesus created a little he turned he's he turned Peter's heart in a way, like you said. Because he was like, you know, bitter kind of and angry. Uh, he was a fisherman. He owed a lot of taxes. Yeah. And Matthew's um, all over he that. Was, his mother-in-law was living with him. But the idea of like, yeah, this is what Jesus can do for you. If you allow him to live with you, you can see a change of heart, you know, like Peter did. You know, one thing we don't talk about is like, oh, they just left their wives. 
<laughs> I, you know, the chosen did like call that out a little bit in a way. I, yeah, I you know. forget about yeah, it. Yeah, you totally forget about it. And then uh, the, when I saw that in the chosen, I was like, oh yeah, wow. Like, wait, you acknowledge the fact that Peter is married and has a family, and then Jesus Who's helping says, her pay the mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus was paying in other ways, but not. <laughs> Maybe that was why Jesus was like, all right, Peter. I'll help you with your mother-in-law so she can hang out and, and keep your wife company and you're coming with me. <laughs> yeah, wow, they really did. Hey, they said it in the gospel, like, drop everything, follow me. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't know if I would... I Let's say it in the sense of we're bringing Jesus into our house instead of leaving our wives at home and going out and living. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring them with us. So, yeah, it is funny. And the, uh, the ways that these apostles lived, I think, can really... Uh, you know, inspire us in a way too. And so the last part of this, uh, got this part of the, the gospel here in John, uh, John chapter 21. So this is verses 15 through 19. Um, so after Jesus asks about, you know, feeding my sheep and he says, this is an interesting kind of piece of this passage here. Like Jesus says to him, when you were young, you fastened your own belt and walked where you would when you are old, you are stretch out your hands and another one will fasten your belt for you and carry you where you do not wish to go. And this is what he said to show by what death he was to glorify God. That was such a, like, I think it's funny to read that line and to kind of be like, wait, like we're going to be dressed by someone else. Like what is, you know what I mean? Like it was kind of like a unique way of explaining in a sense of like, I, I took it as the way of like, you need to allow others to be first like he constantly is kind of like put the others in front of you so it's like okay for a time you did what you wanted to do now it's you can't like i'm calling you to do something that's so much more and it's going to require you to not do things that you want to do like yeah it's like um saying you fasten your own like you did things your way and now you're gonna go away that maybe you don't want to but others are gonna lead you towards where you gotta go yes like allowing like god's will to kind of point you in the direction of where you're going. Yeah. So, cause that was an interesting line. And then he said, you know, that he's going to show you by what death he was to glorify God. And it was interesting cause I wanted to bring these points up today. The apostles, we've talked about the apostles multiple times. And if you put all besides Judas and you you could replace Judas with Matthias. And so that replaced Judas with another Judas. Was his name Matthias is Judas? I thought there was like two Judases. No? Am I wrong? Judas is... I, I want to say uh, yes, but I also we'll get back like to trying it. to... <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> the, uh, so the apostles and like how they lived and then ultimately they all were martyred besides John. Um, John was the only one who died a natural death. So I wanted to call out some of these ways that... Yeah, hot take on no no i was just laughing i was thinking of what we said before how they didn't find him because he was uh you know not saying me he was saying uh the beloved the oh yeah (laughs) the some guy beat peter to the tombs (laughs) (laughs) john makes a lot of different points in this in his gospels of like kind of highlighting how cool he was (laughs) he was like i'm faster than peter jesus loves me the most and he also told me that i was going to live until he came back to life like (laughs) that's pretty wild so but the the apostles and how they lived and how they died i wanted to kind of bring that to light here because this we talked about before like c.s lewis mentions this the 
idea that the apostles all were martyred. If you're willing to die for something that you believe in, I'd got to say that that is, you're, li- you're believing in something that has to have such powerful impact on you that you're not even willing to change those thoughts or to like, just even just vo- vocalize it just so you won't die. Like, I can't imagine that. Like, I, I think that that's a call for us. It's like, w- are you willing to die for What's your sad, faith? though, it is probably still happening in other parts of the world. Yes. Oh, yes. Right? Like, And uh, even just, re- you remember Columbine, the uh, one girl, they asked her if she believed in Jesus, and she said, yeah, and they still yes. killed her. That's right. So. She with um, yeah. That is an interesting story. I yeah. remember that story. That was when we were younger. But yeah. Yeah. Wow. You're right. And there's a lot of inspiration from people that are willing to do that. Like that just shows you the the, the rock and the the faith that you can have and yeah. how strong it can be and that the, Jesus can. Going back to Peter, that's before uh, this the denial and stuff because he was so nervous about it. You gotta really just you know feel. Yeah, like you just gotta have that. I don't need. I don't even know how to describe it. It is a great like point of like to highlight Peter's journey. Like he went from a point where he denied Jesus because yeah, he was and afraid then and he was fearful, and then crucified, crucified, and he got crucified upside down because he mm-hmm. said that I wasn't worthy enough to die the way my 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 Savior did. Right. So that's really interesting. So both Peter and Paul were crucified. Oh, I'm sorry. Peter was crucified. Paul was beheaded. But they were both martyred in Rome. So two very intense deaths to have to get crucified and then beheaded. Um, Andrew, he went to what is now the Soviet Union. So this is where they claim that he was the first to bring the gospel into the land. Um, He was crucified. So Andrew and Peter were crucified. Sorry, Andrew. Thomas, doubting Thomas, um, he was pierced. He was killed by four soldiers. And ironic about that is like how he wanted to feel Jesus's wound in his side. Isn't that funny? I thought that same thing when I read that. And you just named pretty much my whole name, Andrew Thomas Peter. (laughs) That's what I was saying. (laughs) You are. I know this is not a foreshadowing for you. You're going to get crucified sideways. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So there, Andrew Thomas Peter (laughs) went through a lot. Philip, Philip went to Africa. Um, They said that he... This was interesting. He converted the wife of a Roman proconsul, and the proconsul wasn't too happy about that, so he put Philip to death. So again, another martyr. Philip, Philip is a underrated apostle. <laughs> you know, I like him a lot. I, a lot of his, especially like uh, seeing him come to life in the Chosen mm-hmm. is just because he was a uh, uh, John the Baptist. That's follower. right. They yeah, and then John the Baptist gave him. He, he did a little trade. He's like, here, take him. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm tired of you. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, Philip, the, you know, it's funny. You're right, because there are 12 of the apostles. And sometimes you just think about the main guys. Like mm-hmm. you hear Peter and John yeah. and, you know, and all these. But, yeah, there's some ministries and powerful things that all these apostles went out to do. Um, so Philip, Philip was put to get to death in Africa. Matthew, the tax collector, um, they're... Reports say he was stabbed to death. Bartholomew, um, he went to southern Arabia. Um, it just says he was martyred. There was nothing real about how. Um, James, so James 
he was stoned to death and then clubbed to death. Mm. Simon the Zealot, he refused to sacrifice to the sun god, so he was killed. Matthias was burned alive. And then John, natural death. Um, they tried to boil him with oil, but he escaped. Um, so really interesting. And I think for us to understand that, like, wow, all of these apostles, like all of these people who are so close to Jesus. And they spread out. They got, they got far. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Soviet, what? That's Russia, right? Russia. So you got all the way to Russia and then Africa. And so the, no wonder why Jesus is all over the globe. Exactly. To think about um, Jesus starting his ministry in this, you know, little part of the world and where all the apostles went out. And the fact that the apostles went out to places where they didn't speak their language, but then like it was cool that the Holy Spirit where they came out speaking in different tongues and everyone was like, wait, how, how can I understand them? But yeah, it's really interesting to think about the apostles and the fact that they all clearly believed in this and clearly it shows us like to say like, man, if these people were willing to... If we know, could just be like them a little bit with that faith. Yeah. That would Tremendous. Like a mustard seed. A faith as small as a mustard seed. Yeah. Move mountains. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. I thought that was just kind of a cool thing to to highlight today and to kind of remind us about, you know, who who's come before us and how can we, you know, be inspired by them and, and almost live in a way that they have lived. So cool. All right. What do you think? Got any shout outs for this? So Shout out to Georgette Craig, mm. um, always loyal, always uh, liking our videos. Uh, we appreciate you. Love you too. Um, yeah. Yeah, just I hope that we can all live like the apostles and just be as strong-willed as they were. Mm. Well, not Judas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Forget about him. Yeah. But... Uh, he also, I just don't get it, too. He just really wanted money. Mm. He was always concerned, right? Even when uh, they were putting the perfume on the feet, he, you know, got all upset. Like, you know how much we could sell that for? It yeah, we just, talked about that one. He never episode. let go of mm. his, uh, of his, it was always earthly needs over everything, in a way. Mm. That's another way to kind of be inspired or to... Yeah. Try to let go, like put the phone down for after you watch this though, uh, or listen, um, put the phone down, you know, reflect and just like take in your family, take in God, you know, appreciate each other. Mm. I realized that like we're trying to live and exist on like a social media world, but mm -hmm. also what we talk about is like to get away from all of that. Too. After, 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 <laughs> after. but um, yeah, well, we appreciate you guys uh, checking us out, tune us in, listen to wherever you're listening or watching. We appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, like, comment, subscribe. What are we on? We got um, locals. All of the you know links are below. Mm. Um, Patreon now, Rumble, um, a few different avenues yeah. to be able to listen. So uh, wherever you, listen you can get to. to all that through uh, YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, um, so stick with us. We got more music coming, more episodes coming, more everything. Yeah, and we're here for you. Yeah, appreciate you all. Appreciate it. Thanks. Peace. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>